we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for August 23rd 2021 I'm gonna get right into the we're rotating the warfare prayers today and then we'll get right into the study uh, got a lot to cover today some different a couple different topics than I would normally cover commingled in with the COVID-19 um, agenda that we pretty much have to cover on a week-to-week basis uh, this is the prayer to neutralize occult rituals I'll go ahead and open us up in a word of prayer. Beloved Holy Savior, Lord Jesus, you are the sacrifice, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth. Seated at the right hand of the Father, we honor your sacrifice on the cross, your resurrection and transfiguration, volunteered for our salvation. We worship you, exalt you, and magnify your name above every other name. You are sovereign, supreme over all. We pledge our faith and uh, love to serve you alone forever. We claim your word, James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And also 2 Timothy 1.7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We come in the authority given to us in the, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lamb and our families. We place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continuously. We put on the whole armor of God. We lift our shields of faith to interlock, standing foot to foot, shoulder to shoulder, a solid wall that cannot be breached or penetrated. We resist and renounce Satan, the God of this earth. We rise to war. In the spirit, in the spirit, the Holy Spirit against witchcraft, occult maneuvers, and devices sent against your will and the body of Christ. We ask for you to dispatch legions of your warring angels in full battle array, fiery swords drawn to enforce our petitions and intercessory prayers. Route your enemies on all fronts. Turn their hatred, anger, accusations, conflict, arrogance, and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into the pits that they have intended for others. We nullify, dismantle, cancel, and oppose every satanic operation, scheme, maneuver, and strategy. Cause secret plans, agendas, and motivations of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see. We decree and declare what these evil uh, people or entities meant for good, that you will turn it around and use it for the good of your people. We close every evil portal that has been opened. We break every curse, hex, vex, spell, charm, enhance, enchantment, Decree, spoken or unspoken, sent against the body of Christ and your intercessors by every witch, warlock, Satanist, sorcerer, voodoo priest, shaman, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil working iniquity. And we send it back upon their own heads sevenfold that they may repent and turn from their evil ways. Lord Jesus, reveal your love to them. Show them the truth about who they are serving and their eternal destination if they continue in their present path. Open their eyes, ears. Uh, eyes and ears and hearts to receive the supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the truth of the gospel bring them to salvation we seal this prayer by the blood of the lamb and in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen okay so let's get right into the study for today now um this next part is i entitled another listener's insistent insistence that the covid kill shot is the mark of the beast um which means obviously that the tribulation started at least 3.5 years ago because if you assume one you've got to assume the other right right because the bible's pretty clear that the antichrist and false prophet have to have arisen in order for the mark of beast the mark of the beast to be instituted now what i'm seeing now and i've covered this over and over and over again is a, there's a ton of ministries out there that could care less about any kind of biblical parameters in the word of god for when for what the mark of, of the beast is going to be 
and we're going to look at that, for if the tribulation has started, and are we in the tribulation? And what are the parameters for that? I just see a lot of ministries that could care less about any of those things. Because, see, they get some thought in their head. And they and a lot of times you'll hear this one, God told me. And as soon as I start hearing God told me, um, I typically pull back. Because there's so many, number one, false prophets out there where... You know, I've pointed that out over and over. And, and if you are, if you claim to be a prophet, you better nail it 100% of the time. Never, ever get it wrong. According to Deuteronomy 18, we're supposed to take you out and stone you. Oh, sorry, that was Old Testament. But I still think it's a pretty serious offense in God's eyes. Or if by your prophecies, even if they come true, if you lead people away from God through those prophecies, you're still a false prophet. According to Deuteronomy, I believe, 13. Five chapters before 18. Or thereabouts. So, I've been, you know, I've been hearing a lot about this. Now, it's it, it's very much akin to when, like, going all the way back to, like, when Bush was in office. He's the Antichrist. Bush. And then Prince Charles is the Antichrist. And then Obama is the Antichrist. And then Trump is the Antichrist. And now it, it's just very reminiscent to me of that same dynamic when we throw what are the biblical parameters for the Antichrist, the tribulation, the mark of the beast, when we just ignore all of the biblical parameters for what those things have to be. And we just start in our own heart believing that God told me something even though it clearly contradicts the word of God. Clearly. It doesn't matter. God told me. Therefore, it must be. It's a new revelation. Well, let me tell you something. God says, I am the Lord, I changeth not. And forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. What is truth? Thy word is truth. These are all biblical things I'm giving you. Now, I'm not saying it's like every listener I've got. I'm saying it's a it's a small percentage, very small. But I'm assuming, though, that people that follow these other ministries are buying into this all hook, line, and sinker. I'll name one of the ministries today. I don't know all of them. But take heed lest you fall, where the Bible talks about. And the word of God is of no private interpretation. All Bible verses I'm, I'm giving you. So when I hear somebody saying something like, oh, wow, COVID-19 is, is the mark of the beast now. For sure, 100%. And I've said this over and over. It's pro it, it is definitely the closest thing we've ever seen to something that's mark of the beast like. I'll, I acknowledge that all day long. But it doesn't in so many respects it cannot biblically be the mark of the beast now if we throw the bible out the door and we don't care, care about what scripture says anymore sure sure call it the mark of the beast go for it have at it there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death proverbs 14 12 and when you start 
if, if whatever you think God is telling you doesn't always line up with the word of God, then you're not hearing from God. Now, I'm not saying that God can't speak a word to you and maybe there's not a Bible verse to whatever. Like it's, it's about a specific thing for your situation, but it better not lead you away from something the Bible would clearly lay out, lay out for you to do. That's all I'm saying. So in the, you have to understand, we're in the greatest time of deception the world has ever known. There are more demons and devils operating on this planet and operating in individuals than there has ever been ever. So this is the time you would want to guard your heart the greatest. It even says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned or receive not the love of the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Says it real clearly. And Jesus Christ said in Matthew 24 that if it were possible, they, the false prophets and, and you know, the deceiver, shall deceive the very elect. So we need to be on guard more now than ever. There's never been more deception. And there's never been more false spirits whispering in people's ears. And I'm not saying everybody that says they're hearing from God is a false spirit. I'm not saying that. But test the spirits. Check it against the word of God. Is it biblical what you think you're hearing? Can you justify it in the Bible? We're just going to, I've already covered the whole thing about the seven-year tribulation and the whole thing about um, the, uh, well, the Antichrist and false. But we're going to cover that a little bit. I'm not going to recover that territory. I'm going to give you the Bible verses about it for some of it, because again, I've already covered it. And then I'll touch on the other things that go along with this. But to me, this is no different. This whole thing about the COVID, COVID things, the mark of the beast is no different than way, way back in the day when George Bush Jr. was president. Oh, he's the Antichrist. Oh, no, Prince Charles is the Antichrist. Oh, no, Obama's the Antichrist. Oh, Trump's the And all those things, you don't hear a lot about that anymore. Biblically speaking, that those parameters could not be met by those individuals to be Antichrist. From a lineage basis alone, and we don't argue about that anymore, do we? We just don't argue about it because it's been pretty much disproven. Now, some people could still say, well, Trump's the Antichrist. Okay, well, I don't believe from a lineage standpoint he can be the Antichrist. He's, he's a buffoon. And he has not come with all signs and power and lying wonders with the false... Now, he may pay, play a big part in having his arrival come and i've got i've just can't trump antichrist and the key i've covered that subject as well all i care about is what the biblical parameters are for things if if the word of god is not your standard then whatever anything goes so another listener's insistence that and trust me, I'm not, this is not like an indictment on my listeners. This is like the very, 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 very small percentage. So I'm not like rebuking my listeners, but I have to address this because I keep hearing this now more and more and more. And I understand, I mean, things are getting darker, darker. They're trying to force this kill shot on everybody. I, I get it, but hold on. There's some, 
multiple 900 pound gorillas in the room on why this could not be the mark of the beast that we need to look at. And if those multiple 900 pound gorillas regarding the subject um, cannot be overcome, then it's not the mark of the beast. And I'm going to get in to those. So this listener said, um, she said a lot, but she said, even Sherry Tenpenny says it marks you. Now we've got into studies on Sherry Tenpenny and uh, uh, Carrie Maj, I believe is how they pronounce it, and so many other people that are in the, they're, they're MDs, but they're in the alternative healthcare movement against the kill shot. And I am for them, obviously, Robert Kennedy Jr. and, and um, uh, Mike Adams and, and a lot of the people out there that are um, clearly against the kill shot. And I'm for those efforts, obviously. But their theology, biblically, is very, very, very thawed, thawed, flawed, and, you know, full of leaven. And a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Full of bad, bad doctrine, meaning. Jesus Christ said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, which is their doctrine. So most people think that God is kind of like the big guy in the sky, the heavenly bellhop, and he's up there, and, and we're going to win this thing, and we're, and we're going to go, and, the, and Revelation's not going to happen, and Daniel's not, we're going to overcome all this. We are in the end, but the Bible says that we're going to have a tribulation and we're going to go through a lot. Now, again, I don't want to get into a pre-trip, post-trip, mid-trip debate either. Okay. It's all going to, some people say, well, I'm paying trip, but it's all going to pan out in the end. Well, it, it is. It's all going to pan out in the end regarding that. But I, I've done studies on warning on, you know, Sherry Tenpenny and, and Mike Adams and, uh, Robert Kennedy guy and I'm not saying they're not doing some great stuff though but you do not want to follow them from a spiritual standpoint because there is a lot of new age stuff commingled into their ultimate message they're not leading people to the Lord Jesus Christ I covered this Kean, Sher Tenpenny and I don't know any of the Carrie Madaj You'll find it. Not too long ago I did this. So she says, even Sherry Tenpenny says it marks you. There may be another one that is easier to take, like the microneedle patch. But like patch says, meaning Anthony patch, okay, who I do not advocate ever you listening to because talk about a lot of leaven <laughs> patch says that these vaccines have all the same stuff in them already he has the free pdfs on anthonypatch.com there's not going to be any third temple so now this longtime listener is like straightening me out there's not going to be any third temple oh really really i guess jesus was lying in matthew 24 and then daniel where the third temple is talked about. Huh. 
Isn't that crazy? How is the abomination of desolation going to be committed if there's no third temple? Huh. I mean, how is 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, and 4 going to be committed? In Daniel 20, uh, 9, 27. In Matthew 24, 15. No, 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 no. Anthony Patch, evidently, and I, I'm, I'm sure he's not the only one, is teaching that we are the we are now we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. I get that, but when Jesus was talking about them in those verses I just mentioned, that was not symbolic. Those were literal things. I never ever in my life heard that all of a sudden until whatever whatever Anthony Patch has been teaching that that's symbolic. And my, as long as I've been saved, I never, ever heard that. But see, Anthony Patch is special. He has a inside, and so many people get full of pride and this happens to them. They have some kind of inside track with God. And God reveals them special revelation that he doesn't tell anybody else because they're so special. Sounds like pride to me. Because the word of God is of no private interpretation very clear and I've been hearing red flag after red flag after red flag about Anthony Patch for a long time I mean I, I, I tried to listen to him before and it's like wow you really think you're really smart don't you because you talk you try to talk so technical so above everybody's head that wow he's just so smart and technical how could I possibly ever think he's not hearing from God why would I ever go again? And I honestly think that's the reason people like that do that. I mean, I'm a doctor. I could talk super, super mega technical where, you know, a lot of my listeners probably couldn't. Maybe, you know, I could use really big words. Sometimes I use some big words, but I could use really, really big words and, and talk really, really super technical over a lot. And, oh, wow, that's really impressive. But how many people am I not reaching by doing that? Why? Because I got to show everybody how smart I am? And I identified that from the first time I ever tried to listen to Anthony Patch. I, I just, I, I can never, ever get through any of his stuff. It's so long, so technical. And it's like, what, what is this? I'm not impressed. Let me, let me just say that, that, that. So she says there's not going to be any third temple. Oh, okay. We are the temple. Yeah, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. But that has nothing to do with the third temple that has to be rebuilt in order for the Antichrist to go in it and commit the abomination that make it desolate or the abomination of desolation that he commits at the, at the midpoint of the tribulation. How, would, how could that possibly apply if... The holy, if we are the temple, what is he going to walk into every single body and, and defile our temples at the midpoint of the tribulation? It's a literal temple. And the thing is, is the temple institute, which is a institute that has been for, I don't even know, I mean, a long, long time, absolutely 100% waiting in the wings to rebuild the third temple, chomping at the bit. They've recreated all the priestly garments. They've recreated all the like the implements of the temple and all this other stuff. 
It's just a matter of having the land to do it on. And I and basically the biggest thing holding that up is the Dome of the Rock. The Muslim Dome of the Rock, their third holiest site in Islam. That's got to go in order for the rebuilt temple to happen. Most likely, at least. So she says, we're the temple. All of this has symbolic meaning. Oh, I'm so glad that I finally got straightened out on this. I was so deceived for, since I've been saved about this, evidently. And it's, it's just like this. The Bible warns about every wind of doctrine. So um, then she says, please consider again that it could very well be the mark. Meaning the mark of the beast, the, the kill shot. Even if we're wrong and it's not, don't you want to be on the safe side? No, I want to be on the biblically correct side, Virginia. That's what I want to be on. That's all I really care about. I want to be on the biblically correct side. And this is the heretical side. This is new doctrine. This is every wind of doctrine that you're on. Okay? If we were to go back one year, guess what? You and I wouldn't be having this conversation. You know why? You hadn't even, you wouldn't have even have heard about this yet. Or, okay, let's say two or three. Whenever Anthony Patch started brainwashing his followers about this, and any other ministry brainwashing their followers about this. But all of a sudden, I'm supposed to think, in the greatest time of deception the world's ever known, that all of a sudden, there's going to be all this wonderful new doctrine that comes out that finally straightens us out, out on what the Bible really means. In the time that Jesus Christ warned about, be not deceived, more than any other time in history. And then you look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 where God will send the strong delusion that they will believe a lie. No, actually, I'm going to be on more guard. I'm going to be on a greater guard than any other time that I've ever been a Christian because the Bible says to be on guard. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. 2 Timothy 2.13. That's what the Bible says. Wax means grow. That's where we're at. And I'm telling you, if you're in ministry, you the, the worst thing that can happen and the biggest thing I see is the most common denominator is people let pride come in. They let pride come in and the pride blinds them just like it did Lucifer and they start getting off on all these weird winds of doctrine. And then they start leading their, their followers down the wrong path. I've always said to everybody, you trust what the word of God, the King James Bible says, don't trust me, compare what I say to it. And if I, you know, I don't line up or whatever, you know, Always follow the word of God. So let's just go back. Let's let's back. I'm, I'll I'll take on the mark in a second. Um, but she said this thing about there's not going to be any third temple. Oh really? Wow. We are the temple. It's all symbolic. Okay. All right. Well, I did cover that, um, and it was in the. Um, uh, I did a teaching called, well, it, Abomination of Desolation, Rebuilt Temple, Image of the Beast, Seven-Year Tribulation Verses. The Antichrist will, will enter in the Rebuilt Temple at the midpoint of the Tribulation. 
and proclaim himself to be God. Second, that second Thessalonians two, three, and four says, let no man deceive you by any means for that day, which is the rapture of the church shall not come except there come a falling away first, which is the apostasy of the church. Okay. And, and that man of sin be revealed. So even if you're pre-trib, it says that not only will there be a falling away, but that man of sin will have to also be revealed, the son of perdition. Now that hasn't happened yet. Okay, so whether you're pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, I'm just saying, you got, you got to, it's, it's important to know that. The man of sin hasn't been revealed. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as god sitteth in the temple of god oh you mean the rebuilt temple during the trip yeah that's the one he's got to be sitting in that hasn't been rebuilt yet and the mark comes after he sits in the temple so how on god's green earth can this be the mark when we're clearly not even in the tribulation yet showing himself that he is god so there has to be a rebuilt temple for this verse to be fulfilled also see daniel 9 27 and he meaning the antichrist shall confirm the covenant with many for one week meaning seven years with many nations okay most likely will be a treaty to bring about the end of world war three and peace in the middle east okay so he'll he the antichrist will confirm the covenant with many many nations basically for one week seven years and in the midst of the week, in the middle of the seven years, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. So you're going to have a rebuilt temple. They're going to go back to Old Testament Levitical stuff. They're going to actually be sacrificing animals in the temple. And at the middle point of the tribulation, the Antichrist is going to cause the sacrifices and the oblations to cease. Meaning in the middle of the tribulation, 3.5 years, he will enter into the rebuilt well, we haven't got to that part yet, but he will enter into the rebuilt Jewish temple in Jerusalem and commit the abomination of desolation. So let me just read this as one unit. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate. Even until the consummation that is determined shall be poured out on the desolate. Now, what is this in reference to? It's in reference to what Jesus Christ talked about in Matthew 24, 15. Now, this abomination of desolation is also further referenced here. Jesus Christ talking when, when he says, When ye shall therefore see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel. That was just the verse we just read, Daniel 9, 27. When we will see this abomination, abomination of desolation take place, whoso readeth, let him understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. Well, isn't that what Daniel 9.27 just said? That the Antichrist is going to cause the sacrifice and the oblations to cease? Well, yeah. Well, Jesus Christ is confirming that again here. And from that time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. And the abomination that make a desolate set up. In the temple, essentially. There shall be... Um, a thousand two hundred and ninety days or basically 3.5 years when comparing scripture with scripture see daniel 9 27 above this confirms that we are dealing with a seven-year tribulation period and it also confirms that we're dealing with a literal rebuilt temple that the antichrist will literally go in and 
um, commit the abomination of desolation in the Holy of Holies, basically proclaiming himself to be God. This abomination is in reference in part to the setting up of the image of the beast mentioned in Revelation. Revelation 13, 14. And, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he hath power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them which dwell on earth that they should make an image of the beast which had, which had the wound by the sword and did live, which was the Antichrist. There is no way that you cannot have a rebuilt temple. No way. There is no way to twist scriptures and to say that the temple won't be rebuilt and the temple literally means because you're you're what you're doing is you're taking one thing the Bible says where the Holy Spirit dwells in us, we are the temple of God. I get that. But then you're saying, no, it applies to these verses. No, it doesn't. That makes no biblical sense whatsoever. To say that, it makes none. Now, again, I said I wasn't going to get into all this because I've, I've already covered this before. But then I, ha I did another teaching on why we are not in the tribulation yet. And I gave a link to that here. Um, I'm not going to go into all that again. There's biblical parameters that have to be met. You know, so people are, another thing. Um, they're saying, oh, we're the third seal just opened Revelation. I, I, I covered this before. Third seal. Okay. Okay. That's kind of hard to happen when we're not even in the tribulation yet. But this, this type of stuff is just the norm. It is so rampant. Oh, the third seal opened. Oh, that's the trumpet. Oh, whatever. Oh, that's the, the pale horse riding. It is absolutely maddening when i hear all this stuff over and over and over from ministries some of them have been doing this a whole lot longer than i have i don't have any seminary cemetery education i don't have any of that stuff i have a doctorate in chiropractic and a specialty in clinical nutrition and i study the word of god a lot you know and it's really easy to see from my perspective, boy, there's a whole lot of unbiblical garbage out there. This was another email. Um, and this is so common. It appears this guy is saying the global economy collapses the third seal of revelation. Oh, my word. <sighs> Which could not be any more false. Thank you. The guy's also a Catholic. This <laughs> is youtube channel is queen of peace we know that he's ultra deceived on many levels this deception of the video reads the global economy is left on life support should the second seal be a major war what's left of the economy will collapse the third seal even though we're not in the tribulation yet okay and this is the second half of the tribulation but but again this is the norm now this type of stuff is the absolute norm. And I, I just, it blows my mind. But then, that's the idea of those orchestrated in a new world order. In order to create a new economic system based on a new form of communism, uh, 
Anyway. I just did a teaching a couple of weeks ago. I highly recommend. This is my response. You listen to that. See below where, again, I restated why biblically we are not in the tribulation yet, much less the second half of the tribulation where the seal judgments actually take place. <laughs> okay. So, so also see my teaching Gog and Magog War, the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ, the abomination of desolation, the rebuilt temple, the image of the beast. And this, I, I give you all the links here in the PDF for this date. I kind of put all this in one spot. And then I also give you my teaching why biblically we are not in the tribulation yet. You know. And then I also covered Q and the false prophets are are now saying Trump is planning to come back and will be a champion of America. This was after the election. Okay. Even though they had totally got everything wrong and botched it up to that point. But now we're supposed to believe them. Trump is he, Trump might come back. He might, <laughs> but <laughs> it sure ain't going to be to save America, and it sure ain't going to be on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is a devil from the pit of hell. I'm going to prove it again today. I got over 100 pages of documentation exposing this devil. But my people love to have it so. Trump rallies now. It doesn't matter how many times he's lied. It doesn't matter how many times he's told everybody to take the kill shot. He's still telling them to take the kill shot. They still show up in droves by the hundreds of thousands. They want more. They want more of his pig slop. And the devil will meet you at your need. He will. Oh, he'll meet you there. You want more pig slop from Trump? Here he is again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into that again today. Also, I, I, in this teaching, I covered biblical qualifications of the Antichrist and why Donald Trump cannot fulfill them. Give you the links all here. Just go to the PDF for this date. You can click right on them if you haven't heard them. Now, let's get to the last thing she brought up in this question. Where, well, this is some feedback I got before I get into that. A longtime listener, Marys, wrote me. Uh, she said, Dear Scott, people like Anthony Patch are spreading lies about what the abomination of desolation is. They are telling people that we are the temple and the RNA will defile the temple. Now, I've been saying that the RNA will defile us in our DNA. And if you want to call us the, the temple of God in that regard, in that context of the Bible, okay fine but it's not the same temple as talked about in matthew 24 in daniel 9 and elsewhere it's different but evidently anthony patch is wiser than anybody and he knows better he's got an inside track with god and he says no it's all the same even though there's so many biblical things that cannot be overcome by saying that but it doesn't matter doesn't matter there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? They're telling people that we are the temple and the RNA will defile the temple, the messenger RNA and the vaccine. Well, I, again, yeah, it, do, it does defile us. It does rewrite our DNA. But again, to apply that to the literal rebuilt third temple that the Bible talks about is insane. It is two totally different things the bible says we're to rightly divide the word of truth that is not rightly dividing the word of truth that's just throwing everything together in a blender and saying it's so because god told me 
No, that's pride. That's demonic deception. You ain't hearing from God, Anthony. Got news for you. If this is the kind of garbage heresy you're putting out, you ain't hearing from God. They're telling people that a literal Antichrist man walking into a literal temple in Jer Jerusalem declaring himself to be God is not true, which is what we just covered. Totally twisting of scripture and confusing people. Now, so Virginia asked, she said, she's trying to convince me that this is the mark, the COVID kill shot. And I said, Virginia, yes, I've covered this many times and I am, and all I am concerned about is what the Bible says regarding what the biblical parameters have to be in order for the mark to be instituted. And there is no way this could fulfill this for so many reasons. Now, it didn't matter what I sent her back. She had, you know, whatever. And the thing is, is when I, and I don't even like doing this anymore because when I get into debate, they don't answer any, they, they don't answer any of my questions. They don't, they don't say, oh, well, look at this. Like these questions that I'm going to pose to her. They don't care. All they care about is their agenda because they know it has to be so. Because God told Anthony Patch and God revealed it to her. Therefore, I'm wrong. They're right. That's how it comes off at least. And I'm like, but isn't the Bible our highest authority? Isn't that what we should be basing all matters off of? Especially biblical matters? I don't care about any of that garbage you're saying to me. I don't care about what the Bible says. It's this way Anthony Patch says so or whoever. Thing is, is, the reason I'm frustrated about this is I've been dealing with this ever since I've been in ministry. The third seal just got opened. The the pale horse just rode. The Donald Trump's antichrist. The uh, Bush's did, and it's like, do we care about what the Bible says for the parameters for those things? I see very little care, personally, for ministries out there. Sloppy. Doesn't God want us to be very detail-oriented? Do you not think that God is the most detail-oriented? I don't want to call him an entity, but you understand what I'm saying? In the universe? I'm a very detail-oriented person. If I wasn't detail-oriented, this ministry would not exist at all. Because I've got so much on my plate with people bombarding me with emails, with the studies that I've got to put up, with all the health questions I have to answer, all the Bible questions I have to answer. I just tallied it yesterday. Since 2014 of July, I've answered 48,000, almost 48,000 emails. Now, I'm not saying every single one of them was a detailed whatever, but 48,000 emails I've got in my sent box. Now, that's not including the emails I'm putting out with the newsletters. Those, that's a separate deal. That's just mostly individual responses. Try that on for size. And I'm talking a lot of these emails, I, I'm talking really super mega detailed responses I'm giving. I'm trying to do unto others as I would want done to myself. But it's getting to the point where it's almost virtually impossible for me to keep up anymore.
like this study i'm so I, I, there's all kind of content i wanted to try to cover today there's, i can't get to it there's just no way there's no way i realize the time is short i'm just trying to do as much as i can until everything's shut down that's how i'm looking at it the night is coming when no man can work and that could be this week it could be another month it could be the end of the show i don't know that's that's god's business so I entitled this next part, Why the COVID Vaccine is Not the Mark of the Beast. And I'm sure I could think of a whole lot more than this, but these are just the, these are these are the multiple 900 pound gorillas that need to be addressed if the COVID vaccine really is the mark of the beast. So here we go. The chief reason is the Bible is extremely clear that the mark is not instituted till we are at least 3.5 years into the tribulation, shortly after that, which is clearly not started yet. See all the stuff I just posted below which I posted for you. You can reference that. So my next point is, where is the false prophet and the Antichrist if this is the mark? If the COVID shot is the mark, where, why don't we have a one world government? What well, isn't... Aren't we going to have that under false prophet? Aren't we going to have a one world religion under false prophet and Antichrist? One world government? One world currency? One world religion? Where is all that? Well, we don't have any of that now, and it doesn't matter because Anthony Patch says that this is the mark. Oh, okay. So let's just throw the Bible out the door, out the window, and wing it. Because that's what he's doing. Where's the false prophet and antichrist? as only they can institute the mark of the beast according to what the Bible says in Revelation 13, 16. Not governments, not politicians, only the false prophet in Antichrist can do this, can institute the mark of the beast. Well, Merkel's the mark, she's like somebody. What about my governor who said that I've got to get it? What about Macron or Trudeau? or Biden, they're not the Antichrist or the false prophet. It's the Antichrist and false prophet working together. Revelation 13, 16. And he causeth all, both great and small, rich and free, I'm sorry, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Okay? And that no man might buy or sell save that he have the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man, and his number is six hundred three score and six 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 six. Also, see my teachings I did on this exact sub on this exact subject below, which we already kind of got into a little bit. So. The he that we just mentioned, the he below in Revelation 13, 16 is the second beast false prophet who will cause or institute the mark of the beast for the benefit of the first beast, the Antichrist, which just, and if you don't believe that, just read the preceding verses there in Revelation 13, 16. Just read the preceding. It's very, very clear that the he is the second beast, the false prophet. 
who causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their foreheads. That no man might might buy or sell, save he had the mark. Okay? Super clear. It's not really complicated. Okay, so. Um, again, where's the false prophet in any Christ, if this is the mark of the beast? I mean, we're, we're talking, we're way into Revelation here when it talks about this. Revelation 13. I mean, we're way into Revelation. We're way into this. I mean, probably, the, you know, I don't know how far into the second half, but we're into it. Then also, here's another 900-pound gorilla question. Also, if the COVID shot was the mark, why are we, we not receiving this shot in our right hand or our forehead? I haven't seen one person yet receive a COVID kill shot in their forehead or their right hand. Huh. Doesn't matter. Anthony Patch says so. Because God told him. Or whatever. Whatever his excuse is. We're supposed to mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ but their own belly and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Romans 16 verse 17 and 18. That's what the Bible, this is why I'm not taking it easy on Anthony Patch because he's a heretic leading other people into heresy and possibly into hellfire. I don't know because where does the false doctrine begin and end? We're supposed to mark them. And heretic after the first and second admonition reject, I guarantee he's been warned over and over. I reject him. I don't want anything to do with the guy. A little leaven, leaven at the whole lump. I don't want any of his bad doctrine. I don't want to waste my time having him put bad doctrine in my head. I'm giving you Bible here. I'm giving you straight Bible. Hopefully, I'm giving it to you in such a way that it's very easy to interpret. That I'm not, I'm not twisting anything to tell you what I'm telling you. I'm not. I don't have like some hidden agenda. Like I'm trying to get more money or whatever. When you hear me ever beg for money. If, if I ever got to the point where I had to do that, I would shut it down. Would never do that. Appreciate the people that send in donations and these types of things and praise God for you. But I'm not gonna money's not gonna be my motivating factor. If it ever did, then you better you better steer clear of me. Because huh. the love of money is the root of all evil. So, why aren't we receiving the old kill shot in the right hand or forehead? Bible's real clear. Got to receive it in your right hand, your forehead. Come on. Says it right here, Revelation 13, 16. To receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Hmm. Okay. Here's another one. Also, the mark is a one-time thing. So how would one explain the multiple kill shots everyone is receiving if this is the true mark of the beast? Well... It doesn't really mean that. It means that there's multiple little mini marks of the beast that we split up and we take in succession. Um, we got to have our COVID booster mark of the beast now. And then our, our I'm going to 
there's a report that just came out this week that France came out with a vaccine passport and there's eight slots for your vaccines. There's the first one, the first two, okay? And then there's the booster, the COVID booster third. And then there's there's five more slots after that because see, their plan is for this to never end. So which one of the eight or the three that people are now getting, which one's the mark? And why didn't they receive it in the right hand of their forehead? Huh? And where are the false prophet and antichrist that are gonna be the ones that, the false prophet in particular, that are gonna be the ones that are instituting it? Where's the one world leader under, you know, in the antichrist system? Where's the new, we're not even in the new world order yet. They're trying to bring it in, but we're not there yet. <laughs> also, here's another one. Why is it not, why isn't the mark at least, at bare minimum, connected to our bank accounts? So we could not buy or sell without it. I mean, not to say that you couldn't use cash. Oh, that brings another good point. You see, that system is not even in place yet as we still have paper and coin currency that we can buy or sell with. In order for the mark to be all-encompassing, we have to have a totally cashless society everywhere, ubiquitously, across the earth, in the new world order, in the one world government under antichrist and false prophet, with the one world religion and one world currency. For the verses below to work or make any sense, meaning the verses in Revelation 13 through 18, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand of the foreheads, that no man might buy or sell, save he had the, had the mark. How would that even work now with the COVID shot? We still have paper and coin money. Uh, you could still use that. We have to have a cashless society ubiquitously around the world in order for Revelation 13, 16 to 18 to really happen the right way. Gotta have it. And we're moving toward a cashless society. All of the things that the Bible talks about, we're moving toward all that stuff. But there's so many people saying, no, no, we're with third seal, fifth trumpet, whatever. He's the antichrist. It's like, have you looked into what the parameters are to back up what you're saying yeah i twisted this scripture really good and i ignored all these in order to do it <laughs> because that's what you got to do so anyway th those were just some of the little multiple 900 pound gorillas that have to be answered in order for the covid shot to be the mark of the beast which it's not so anyway um I give you all the information here. I give you all the Bible verses and scriptures here to back up every, and I, I gave more than I even went over. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the study now. Warning of grim national security crisis. 5,000 known terrorists released. Uh, and this is, I, I got to cover some with the Afghanistan thing. And we're going to do that. I'm not going to go too crazy, but um, I'm going to cover a little bit of it. And this is right when it first happened here. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congressman, there was a, a briefing today by General Austin 
the, the, uh, General Milley, so you had Secretary of Defense General Austin, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Milley, you had Tony Blinken, the uh, Secretary of State, gave a briefing to members of Congress. Can you put us in the room and tell us what happened? Uh, yes, we had a phone call with the three of them, and they let us know basically what you were hearing on the news, um, what most of you have been hearing on the news, which was very disappointing. But there were some added details there that I find extremely disturbing. One of them is that 5,000 prisoners were released from the camp. These are known terrorists, and many of these terrorists... All right, so let me, I'm going to back up a little bit here, and um, I didn't have my other speaker in, uh, so I, I connected that. This should be a little bit louder. They let us know basically what you were hearing on the news, um, what most of you have been now hearing. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican, U.S. Representative of Georgia's 4th Congressional District. On the news, which was very disappointing, but there were some added details there that I find extremely disturbing. One of them is that 5,000 prisoners were released from the camp. These are known terrorists, and many of these terrorists are on the terror watch list. Um, you combine that with the wide open border that President Biden has allowed to happen at our southern border with uh, the United States and Mexico, and we have a serious national security crisis uh, that already exists for America, but now it's worse. There is no organized effort to secure the border along Mexico, and now we have 5,000 known terrorists that have been released from this disaster and this complete failure by President Biden. America is completely under threat in every single way because they will not secure our border. So I just want to make clear, I am very much pro-America first, and I believe that's, that's the country that should be the main focus of this administration and every single elected member of Congress and the Senate, but that is not what we are seeing. What else we heard on the, the call uh, I found very disturbing was at that time earlier today, it was that the the Taliban had surrounded the city, but there was ISIS there as well. Now, many of us remember that President Trump had defeated ISIS. ISIS was not a, a group that we heard much or even were concerned about uh, in the past several years because President Trump and his administration and his leadership, oh, they had done please. such a good job and defeated ISIS. But yet to hear on that phone call today uh, and being addressed in the situation happening in Afghanistan, that ISIS is there and that is, they will be coming back uh, was quite concerning and alarming. Congressman Green, did they have any, what was their rationale for say, planning this and planning this withdrawal, giving months heads up, having a 300,000 man army, we spent almost $100 billion or more arming it, training it. How did the city get surrounded in two or three weeks? Did they have any rationale for how that happened? Did they have now, this just breaking Wall Street Journal. Uh, U.S. warns of uh, Islamic State threat to Americans in Afghanistan. Evacuation effort continues. Uh, but it's it was entitled ISIS Returns or something. So, yeah, Taliban, ISIS, the whole nine yards, they're... Uh, this is what they're they're talking a lot about right now. Have the 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 respect for you guys to walk you through how this all occurred. No, absolutely not. They said that President Trump. I mean, President Trump had a plan laid out that President Biden was not following that plan, that he, he went ahead and made the difficult decision to pull the United States military out of Afghanistan and completely pull our troops out. 
They were basically giving President Biden every break possible uh, in this decision. But as you can see, it's a complete disaster. The the so-called Afghan army that had been handed uh, Black Hawk hel helicopters, so many rounds of ammunition, guns, uh, vehicles, Humvees, all kinds of our great American military equipment. They had been given that equipment, trained with it. Well, as soon as the Taliban started coming through Afghanistan uh, throughout the past several weeks, this Afghan army has just been handing over all of this equipment, these guns and vehicles. This hasn't been happening just today and yesterday. This has been going on for several weeks. As a matter of fact, probably what you're not hearing on the news, but you should understand, is that Turkey has been leveraging its position with Afghanistan because Turkey wants to be involved. Turkey and Pakistan very much want to be involved and they want to take over and, and make sure that, that uh, Afghanistan is stabilized the way they want to see it stabilized. So as you know, the history um, with terrorists in the Middle East, we have with Turkey and Pakistan involved, you, you have to understand that Al-Qaeda is there and everyone knows who Al-Qaeda is and remembers Osama bin Laden. And then you have to understand the Taliban's alignment with Pakistan and Al-Qaeda and what a dangerous threat this is for Afghanistan and any American that is stuck right now in that country. and and. You know, God be with them and we're praying for them. But here's the real situation. There were 10,000 visas. Congress voted to allow 10,000 visas for the Afghans that had assisted the United States military um, and worked for the government over these years. Well, there was hardly any of these visas handed out uh, leading up to this to this pullout. And then we voted just several weeks ago uh, to add, we added um, 8,000 more visas, but we were told on the call today that the only people allowed to leave Afghanistan were those on a list that the State Department is managing. So if you And those, those all just happen to be the Taliban, 90, 90 or, or, or the um, Muslim compliant uh, Muslims, many of them I'm sure terrorists that 99% of them want Sharia law, which is like basically the most radical form of Islam. Those are the ones getting out of the country. Coming to coming to either, well, as far as the planes go, we're shipping them all here. Yeah, Biden's shipping them all here. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're bringing them here. Uh, the Americans can stay there and get slaughtered. The Christians can stay there and get slaughtered. But we'll bring the 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 um, basically the Taliban here. We'll bring thousands and thousands of them. We're going to discuss that. Um, this isn't something that's hearsay. They are doing this right now. I'm sure they're already here. And um, that's how Satan rolls, you know. If you're saying there are thousands and thousands of people trying to leave, I I don't know the how sixty thousand. Let, let, real quick, Stefanik sent out this uh, that are basically being forced to stay. The Americans being, you know, no, you can't go. You can't, you can't really leave. We're gonna we're gonna get the uh, the most radical Muslims out of here, and and uh, I'm sure there's some exceptions, but listen, they're they're gonna use every facet of this to do wickedness. Every single wicked thing they can accomplish with this whole Afghanistan debacle, they are going to do. Stefanik, the congressman and, and conference leader, sent out about you weren't allowed to ask calls. She said she had a base thing. How many U.S. citizens are left to evacuate? And when is that mission going to be completed? Did they give you any granularity about what's actually happening and what the plan is to get American citizens out? No. 
No, no. And this was an unclassified phone call, which was ridiculous. Um, if President Trump was in the White House, they would have brought Congress back. We would have classified briefings. We would be able to ask these questions to be able to answer people that are calling our offices nonstop right now. We would be able to pass this information on to and to families that are asking questions. But no, this is this administration is a complete failure in every single way. They did an unclassified call with members of Congress today and gave us hardly any information. And then then you had Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, coming on, and she had no questions to ask, except she was asking about, she did ask about what happened to the president of Afghanistan, where is he now, has he left the country, while it was already being reported on the news at that time of the call that he had already left Afghanistan. Speaker Pelosi had no clue what was going on. And then she was asking spe specific questions about NGOs um, that operate out of Afghanistan and specific right. questions right. about NGOs from Northern California. Yeah. So you can see where Nancy Pelosi's concerns lie. But then Kevin McCarthy, uh, Leader McCarthy, was able to come on the call. Um, and I this this time I want to say I am very grateful. I give credit where credit is due. Kevin McCarthy laid down the lines. He he was very angry. Basically chewed everyone out on the call. Said this was a complete failure of the administration. President Biden is weak, pathetic. He looks like a fool. He's embarrassing America. Uh, Kevin McCarthy did ask specific questions, but when Millie came back on and, and Lloyd Austin came back on, they they did not answer his questions directly. As a matter of fact, they basically kept talking. And all of this is being done by design, on purpose, on so many different levels. Okay, so the next report is entitled Tens of Thousands of Unscreened, Unscreened Muslim Afghan Refugees Coming to the U.S. Biden will make sure, well, as many as possible, at least Muslim terrorists, because I guarantee you there's a ton in there, will get here uh, and will kill as many Americans as possible because that's what their goal is. If you're a follower of Islam and you are fundamental to the faith of Islam whatsoever, one of the key tenets of Islam is to kill and slay and subjugate the infidel and to rape his women and his children and to kill them and subjugate them. That is Islam. Started by a pedophile named Muhammad that his favorite wife was Aisha, who he married at six, but supposedly didn't bed till she was nine. Full grown man. So, the Bible says if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm 11, verse 3. Well, if your foundation of your religion is some child molester, and he even said Aisha was his favorite wife, according to their own unholy writings, and that is your foundation, and you're supposed to emulate your founder, the prophet Muhammad, who obviously they name their kids after quite a bit, well, how could you expect that religion not to be sick and twisted? Now, remember what I've said before about one of the key, horrific, evil things about Afghanistan. That if you do key in a keyword search on, I don't know if you can find it on YouTube anymore, 
because everything's been so sanitized. Maybe you can find it on Rumble or BitChute or one of the other platforms if you can't. Just came the Dancing Boys of Afghanistan. I believe it was a BBC or some type of mainstream thing where they take these little boys and they dress them up and um, in like like um, you know like the harem like a you would think of a of a like a Middle Eastern Arabic Arabic type of harem. Well, they dress up the little boys in veils and put makeup on them and. Uh, basically dress them up like a girl, a woman, and have them dance around, around, and I've seen the, the, the documentary I saw, it looked, it was a room that was literally standing room only, there was probably, I don't know, 50 or 60 lecherous, um, child molesting Muslims that were drooling over each boy that they were bidding on, and they would bid on these boys and basically buy them, and it's like the uh, the Chai Tea Boys of, I believe, Pakistan. And I'm sure that it's a very, very similar concept in Afghanistan, where they buy these little boys and they use them as sex slaves. And they're their little slaves. And then for the ones that can't afford that, what they'll do in a lot of the taxi drivers do this in Afghanistan. And this is all admitted. This is not this is not something that I'm I'm making up. This is something that they admit to. This is something that when our troops went in there and kind of tried to push back against this, they were they were looked at like they had three eyeballs saying, what are you trying to do? This is our culture. Yes, when we go on, on our lunch breaks. Yes, we, we, we stop where all the little orphan boys are. And yes, we rape them. There's nothing wrong with any of that. We are child molesters. And we're proud of it. This is our culture. Don't you dare try to steal our culture. Don't you dare try to steal our Chai Tea Boys. Don't you dare try to steal the, the Dancing Boys of Afghanistan. And then they grow up and they perpetuate the same type of behavior. Because remember what Aleister Crowley said. The greatest way to implant devils and demons and to steal the innocence of a child is to um, sexually molest them at the earliest possible age. Well, that's what they're doing. Because they are of the father of the devil and of his lust and of his works, they will do. So child molestation is absolutely 100% ingrained into these sick, perverted devils. And that's who they're bringing over here. Guaranteed the worst of the worst. You got to make the cut some way. And, you know, with, with Biden, especially with Biden in there. And again, I'm not, not that I'm any fan of Trump, but you know he is going to bring the worst of the worst over here. 5,000 known terrorists were released, and that was the first video we talked about. We're, we're going we're gonna to get into this more. Now, tens of thousands of unscreened Muslim Afghan refugees coming to the U.S. Biden will make sure all these Muslim terrorists, or as many as possible, get here to kill as many Americans as possible, with the Christians as the key target. And we're going to talk about that a lot more as well. All right, so let's go ahead and play this video here. Pasovic. Jack, you've been great on the breaking news. You're all over this on multiple feeds. Uh, get us up to date. Now, I'm not, again, I'm gleaning from Bannon and Jack Pasovic. I'm not giving some kind of wholesale stamped approval. They were the ones that were kind of right when this broke. They were probably more on top of it than anybody that I saw. So I'm just playing it for the, the sheer content of the information that we're getting. 
on what's happening with refugees. Now they're talking about 30, 40, 50, 60,000 refugees, not screening, just getting them out of country somehow and putting them where in the United States? Look, Steve, this is signal, not noise right here. You've already got Defense Department officials saying that they can unilaterally do this. They're telling uh, reporters that they're going to be bringing in tens of thousands of people that they're they're classifying as Afghan refugees into bases in Wisconsin, in Texas, they're talking about. We need to know what is the screening process for this. Congress has to get involved and understand. It'll be the same screening process for all the illegal aliens pouring over the border, some of them from Africa countries muslim african countries where you know some from china some from the middle east and no screen at all no vetting no testing for any kind of communicable diseases none of that um and guaranteed it'll be the same meanwhile if you're an american though you've got it you know jump through 900 hoops in order to appease satan wear your mask get your all your vaccines do everything perfectly or we're going to lower the boom on you i mean it's just the way it's kind of increasingly moving in america in general and now there's a lot of pushback though there is a ton of pushback worldwide praise god but it's it's got to even ratchet ratchet up because they are not uh, i like i said a long time ago they pushed all their chips in on this and it doesn't seem to matter uh, what the what the response is on our side, they continue forward, and it's it's a matter of good versus evil, literally, that we're dealing with here. Who exactly are we bringing into the country? Yeah. Why do we have to bring them all the way to the United yeah. States right now? We have bases throughout yeah. the region yeah. that can't. Yeah. We'll leave our own citizens there. They can't come home. No, no, no. We can't get you out. We can get all the Muslim, Sharia law loving, child molesting fighting age men out when when i saw pictures of what they were it was all men all fighting age men that were in the planes that were coming over here isn't that weird if they were really like why aren't they bringing their families why is it just fighting age men why are we leaving all the americas behind because our government is pure evil and, and I'm not saying everybody in the government is pure. I'm saying that those at the top are wicked and evil. And, you know, Biden being controlled by his masters and, and the others at the, at the supposed, these are figureheads, I get it, at the top. And this is all part more of the defilement and the destruction of America this what's going on where's our allies in saudi arabia with all this where's our allies yeah. throughout the area with this billions to pakistan they can't help us with this and then uh you know i just throw this out there to uh i, I had uh, one of those ccp trolls uh chinese um state media guy was coming after me on twitter and i said why don't we just send all the afghan refugees up across the your border to xinjiang how would you like that yeah absolutely I by mean, the way th- th- just to think about this we've left all of our own people there to be- get slaughtered which is basically what they're hoping will all happen they prioritize the Muslim terrorists, the child molesters, guaranteed, fighting age men. At bare minimum, coming over here to wage jihad, because remember, they're trying to get as many people onto U.S. soil when they pull the trigger, that they'll have as many bad guys here in place. And, and I mean, it's going to be Chinese, it's going to be Russian, it's going to be um, Islam, it's going to be um, the um, Mexican cartels and, and the bad guys from Central and South America uh it's china i think i mentioned that and so they're just trying to get as many wicked evil people here as possible to wage war against law-abiding americans 
That's what that's what this is all about. And can you imagine leaving our own people behind there and bringing these people instead? Qatar, UAE, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, all the great al Iraq, all the bases we have there, all the great allies we have in the region, quote unquote allies. Hey, Erdogan, Kuwait, you want to stay in NATO? Yeah, Turkey. But Egypt, we're sending billions of dollars a year. You got to take right now. They should be dispersed. They should not leave the region until intense scrutiny goes on, and then it's still an open call where they come yeah. to the end. No vetting. Well, I, like I said, I guarantee you they were they were vetted in a very very Luciferian satanic way. They're just going to say they weren't. I, I think you had to be a, a special kind of evil to probably even make the cut to get on these planes. I would say not. I'd say they stay in the region. Okay. These are our allies. There's plenty of bases. I mean, if you were Satan, wouldn't wouldn't that be what you would do? And then say, well, we don't really know. We're they're just poor Muslims that love Sharia law, love you know, child molestation is just literally ingrained into their culture. We're gonna pick them over our own Americans. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me if you're Lucifer, I guess. All of this bringing 40, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 refugees to Texas, Wisconsin, other military bases, not Well, you actually be able to get more because the, the air bridge would be shorter. It, that's my point. And you got plenty of, we got all this stuff in Iraq. So it's safer. We're, 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 we're Qatar, we've got a huge base there. UAE is supposed to be a big ally. The Saudis we've been propping up for years, <laughs> right? Egypt we're propping up. Erdogan and NATO. You don't need to leave, actually, some of the past Junes, if you want to go to Pakistan, maybe that's a little dicey, okay? But this whole thing with refugees of now pouring in tens of thousands, and we're a supporter of you got to take care of your people. Don't doubt that. But you don't. that doesn't mean they got to come to uh, to uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay? No blank checks. They can go to Qatar. No blank checks. This, totally is, uh, this is another implosion, and now they're going to use this as an excuse to do it. I want to know when the impeachment process See, starts. See, they couldn't have got away with this under Trump. And that's why I said Biden handed the satanic baton over to Trump. Now, Trump may take it back, okay? Once Biden's done his job, this is going to thoroughly even discredit him more. Uh, maybe it's just uh, Biden 2.0 getting Camilla in there. I Again, I don't know exactly what way this is going to roll. Are they going to have Trump Sarah? Are they going to bring Trump back? There's a lot of pot. Trump's holding rallies now. Again, he's speaking, um, still pushing the vax. And oh, the only thing you're hearing, though, in alternative media is how he went against Pfizer. I'll get into why he went against Pfizer. And it's because he has no fi financial interest with Pfizer. He has financial interest with Johnson & Johnson, that vax, okay? And that was why... He's been so uppity about the whole thing with Pfizer because that's, to me, to him, everyone that gets a Pfizer vax is taking money out of Trump's pocket because that's where his financial interests lie. And I'm going to play a video a little bit later that gets into that and proves that. It's with Biden because only through an impeachment process can we get to the bottom of what happened here. This is unique in American history. This is far worse than Vietnam. Vietnam was two years after a peace treaty, right? Two years after a peace treaty with infiltration coming in, and this was the Democrats that cut and ran there after the Watergate situation, okay? They cut and ran, and after they stopped the draft, an old buddy, uh, you know, uh, buddy and sis didn't have to be drafted, right? That was the whole thing. No big anti-war movement after the draft ended. They cut and ran. 25 million people died in the region, okay? Democrats have, have a, they don't care about people. They treat people like trash. They treat people like trash. But now, to be logical, they have to stay in the region and get more out, they have to stay in the region, in Qatar, right, in UAE, the big allies there, and the time that UAE stepped up, in Saudi Arabia, 
in Iraq, in Kuwait, Turkey, Egypt, plenty of space. Middle East doesn't have a problem with space. Got plenty of room over there. Right. Jack Posobiec, this is another scam, isn't it? This is a total Biden regime scam. Look, go go, they, go back the, to 9-11, right? The, the other side wants to say we were in Afghanistan because of 9-11. Well, let's go back to 9-11, right? Yes, we know that some of the planning was going, was going on over there. Look, I served at Guantanamo Bay. I've come face-to-face with actual members of the Taliban, actual members of al-Qaeda. I could tell you all about them, right? That The planning cell, yes, and some of the leadership was in Afghanistan. But those hijackers came in through... Again, I'm going to stop it here because he's just perpetuating the lie of 9/11 that it was, you know, perpetuated by some Air- Arabs from the Middle East with box cutters and they and they learn how to fly jets and again, total lie from the pit of hell. Our government basically blamed them, but had everything to do with it. And again, just can of course you probably can't find it anymore on YouTube, but you can't lose change 9/11 on like BitChute or, or Rumble or whatever. I've got a gigantic file on 9/11 that. 100% thoroughly debunks any any notion that this was caused by these these random Arabs that ran this sophisticated um, operation where they were you know hijacking planes and it's just it's so ludicrous uh, and, and it's been it's been so debunked and so disproved in so many ways and this is the problem with with going to any kind of resource like this with Bannon that they're going to just totally perpetuate the right left paradigm. You know, right, good, left, bad. Now, right should be good, but so much of the time, it's just control opposition. It's just right, left paradigm. It's just two sides of the same wicked coin. Okay? So that's the problem you run into, and that's why I just say glean, you know. Other related reports on this, uh, one report read, while American citizens remain trapped in Afghanistan, plane loads of fighting age men, refugees coming to Texas and Wisconsin, this is just another report on that, uh, Texas military base prepping for their 10,000 Afghans to arrive. Again, it's not it's not our own citizens who need to get out of there. No, no, no. We will prioritize the, the child molesting uh, Muslim Sharia law loving Muslims, fighting age men. Because guaranteed, that's who they're bringing over. Okay. Then we have this hijab clad CNN reporter. Uh, anyway, in an unbelievably, because uh, I'm going to get into the, to the whole meat of it here in an unbelievable clip only cnn could pull off a reporter wearing a hijab female reporter in afghanistan praised the taliban for being friendly while they were chanting death to america yeah literally i mean it's it's live you know i'll give you a link you can watch it the scene i don't even want to play it it's some nauseam cnn's chief international correspondent clarissa ward clad in a hijab to appease the muslims mingled with the taliban during their takeover of afghanistan in a sig- signature anti-american cnn signature style cnn is known for um she said they're just chanting death to america but they seem friendly <laughs> that's like one of the, like the things i say from sarcasm you know like when, like, I don't know, you see something where it's like some machete-wielding Muslim comes out. And I'll say in sarcasm, he seems pretty friendly, though. <laughs> That's what she said. And it's like, she meant it, though. <laughs> Come on. Really? Um, they're chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time, Ward, Ward told the audience Monday. <laughs> probably the only reason they seem friendly to you is probably, you know, what they would... Uh, you know, like to do to you. I'm just saying, they're they're animals. They're savages. You know, you see what they did, to little boys. 
Uh, I'm just saying. Then Biden authorizes 50 million for Afghan Muslim refugees. So I'm glad again, the priorities are where they need to be. Get the Muslim, get the Muslim terrorists out of there, as many as possible on these gigantic cargo planes. Fly them over here and make sure that you authorize 500 million to get them over here. And that's what Biden did. Nothing about getting our own people out of there. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about that. After the Taliban completed its takeover of Afghanistan, concerns about millions of displaced people flooding the West has happened during the civil uh, war in Syria, uh, during the civil war in Syria when it intensified. Um, President Biden has allocated 500 million in additional funds for relocating the Afghan invaders, including applicants for special immigrant visas or SIVs. In response to the Taliban's swift takeover of the country, reports The Hill. The funds were announced by the White House late Monday to meet unexpected urgent refugee and migration needs. And for the purpose of meeting unexpected urgent refugee and migration needs of refugees, victims of conflict, and other persons at risk, like our own people and the Christians over there, aren't the ones by far times 1,000 at the most risk. These are people that live there. They're indigenous. They would they would be the ones that a lot of them would want to kill the Americans and kill the Christians. No, let's take care of the most wicked among them. That's what Biden's doing. The United States has already promised to evacuate 80,000 Afghan invaders who have worked in some capacity for the US or other international organizations, and that's probably just an excuse. There were no details on how the Biden administration plans to vet countless of refugees because they won't be. Oh, they're vetted, but they're vetted, you know, Luciferian style. Entering America for terrorist sympathies. No, they, they obviously not. If you have terrorist sympathies, that's how you get here. That's who's coming, obviously. They're all fighting age men. I, I mean, I, I saw the pictures in the planes. I'm like, this looks really, 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 really bad. Really bad. With the Department of Homeland Security seemingly more concerned about characterizing American citizens who oppose COVID lockdown measures as obviously they're the number one terrorist threat. Like we, we talked, Lester Holt on NBC News talked about that. Gave the Department of Homeland Security little thing up there. First, the first, the biggest terrorist threat to America are those that oppose anything, any of the COVID lockdown measures, the vaccine, the mass, anything. Those are the biggest, that's the biggest terrorist threat in America. And then, the second category were those that would dare question Biden's landslide landslide win in the election. That's the second biggest terrorist threat. That's how stinking Luciferian and warped and evil this country has become. As at least the, the, the government, the top hierarchy, and the mainstream media. Never in my lifetime have I ever seen anything even remotely resembling the kind of evil that we're facing. <laughs> yeah, Homeland Security seemingly more concerned about characterizing American citizens who oppose the COVID lockdown measures as the violent extremists. They're the number one threat. Next little report here. This is a Dunkirk moment. France, frantic to get up to 40,000 stranded Americans out of Afghanistan um 
frantic race to get up to 40,000 stranded Americans out of Afghanistan. Um, but the Pentagon only admits 165 U.S. citizens were flown out last night. This is when it first broke. No, they're flying out all the terrorists. The Americans are the least, least priority. This just broke today. Stay away. U.S. Embassy warns Americans to avoid the airport, the Kabul airport. So in other words, they don't even want you to come to the airport. They want the terrorists to come, I'm sure. Americans need to stay away. Christians need to stay away. And um, because, you know, supposedly of the amidst the security threats on the airport. The U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan has urged Americans not to travel to the airport in Kabul due to security threats amid fears of ISIS attacks, despite Joe Biden insisting there's no indication the Taliban is stopping U.S. citizens. Again, just more lies from the pit of hell. In a statement released today, the embassy warned citizens to stay away from the airport unless a government representative sent instructions to do otherwise. No, they want to keep them there as long as possible so as many Americans will die in the most horrific way as possible. And Christians. And I'm sure a lot of Americans are Christians. That's why they're keeping them there. They're waiting for the power vacuum to fill from the Taliban, from ISIS. China is going to be heavily involved as well. And um, they're already starting to kill people. We're going to talk about that. They're already starting to kill Christians. Uh, then on a related report, massive U.S. cargo planes are taking off with just 100 passengers from Kabul, despite an ability to carry 600. Well, that's if they're Americans, and that's, you know, I'm sure. But if they're, if they're Taliban, if they're Muslim Sharia law-loving child molesters, oh, they'll pack the plane out. Beyond black. I saw a picture of one of the planes with them packed out in it. I mean, it was standing room only. So this is the kind of evil we're, we're dealing with here. Next report. Private citizens must apply for a federal loan if you're an American citizen in order to be evacuated from Kabul. Now, if you're a terrorist, a child, child molesting terrorist, you get out, carte blanche, first class, we'll get you right, not, maybe not first class, but <laughs> we'll get you, we'll get you America post-haste but if you can't evidently afford you have to apply for a federal loan to get out yeah let's play this really quickly here ladies and gentlemen i just want to make sure that you're aware of what's happening i just shake my head at the absolute insane nonsense that's going on um the U.S. government is giving loans to American citizens to apply to escape Afghanistan. They're having to pay their own transportation out. Rather than coming in and say, hey, these are Americans, we stand by them. Here are the Marines with arms in hand. We're going to defend them. They're charging them. Unless Guaranteed. With the child molesting Taliban being shipped over here, they're not charging them. They are giving them anything they want for free before, during, and after. They're going to be treated just like an illegal alien would be treated here, probably even better, given housing, free this, free that, whatever. So it's just, it's so satanic, it's, it's hard to comprehend work for the government you're not getting free passage out of afghanistan listen i've seen other stuff happen around the world where americans had to be evacuated emergency situation we've never done this before 
Never. This shows you the disdain that the Biden administration holds for individuals who are American citizens. I mean, I don't know how we can say that they don't hate America. How do you not protect Americans in a crisis that you created, Biden? You created this. The buck stops with you. This they is were just chaining death to America in the background with the CNN reporter. They're all fighting age men, okay, with no families whatsoever. We, I mean, the handwriting is so on the wall what's going on here. Your fault. Then the fault of anybody else, not Trump, not anybody else, not the media, it's you. And now you won't protect American citizens? You've got to be kidding me. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a failure in leadership. Oh, you think? Where you have to apply for a loan to get government transportation out. And they're saying they're not even guaranteeing that. <laughs> That's it for the common yeah. sense show. It'll probably take about, you know, a year to firm up that loan. Oh, yeah, we got to take our time here. Meanwhile, they're getting every child molester they can, you know, get. Well, they're going to leave a whole bunch behind there, too, I'm sure. You know, to take care of the, the uh, Americans and the Christians that are there. Um, so we have that. And then we have this. The Taliban is coming for the Christians. If you don't think stolen elections have consequences, embrace the suck. Because this is what happens when you have an illegitimate, incompetent regime. Of this is this is not managed decline by our elites. This is collapse. This is collapse. You want to see what it looks like? Just go online and see what's happening in, in Afghanistan right now. Every Christian in this audience, say a prayer today. Not for yourselves. Say for the Christians in Afghanistan. Uh, Jack Basobic, tell us what's going on. What you're hearing on Twitter and others about what's happening to the Christians there. We're getting messages now from Christian missionary groups that have been operating in Afghanistan for this period that they're getting notes. They're called the, the night letters. And of course, the Taliban is infamous for these. So the night letters are you wake up in the morning, you've got a note just on your door or slipped under the door. And it says, we know who you are. We know what you're doing. The Taliban is going around. They are making lists. They're focusing on government officials right now. But once they're done with that, once they've solidified their control, they will come for the Christian groups. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what they've done in the past. And, they, and you will be told. You'll be given a choice, basically. You can either submit or you can face the consequences. This is the option that, they were get, that Christians are given over there. So right? it's martyrdom. Okay. And I, I know this seems far away, but you know we could we could find ourselves. We're no better than them, you know. And um, we could easily find ourselves if, if the situations are right. If if we have some type of let's just say even in the UK, where the Muslims have absolutely overrun things all by design on purpose, where they want to institute Sharia law, we could have that same dynamic going on here, as well. Now, obviously, it, wouldn't, it would take a lot more for that to actually happen here. Uh, but, you know, this is why they're bringing all these Afghan, Sharia-loving, child-molesting devils over here. Yeah, to add to the already, there's a, there's a ton of these people already here, guys. This has been going on for decades. And I, I've reported on this over and over. I've probably done more, more um, teachings overall on Islam than almost any other subject I've ever covered. So, uh, I'm just telling you, this is what their agenda is. This and is submit, submit the means you got to convert Sharia law. It's full Sharia law. Submit me. Submit me is very simple. You got to convert to Islam, right? No right. choice. 
you got to convert your the moment of decision right there that's what martyrs are made of right there you got to convert on the spot yep yep so um pray for them pray for the christian here's another one taliban is killing the christians in afghanistan pray for the christians now this is a um a, another gentleman this is not jack basovich or um bannon this is another guy that put, posted this video uh about seven days ago hey <clears throat> i want to ask all you to forgive my appearance it's been a long night as you can imagine um getting messages from this is a guy named davis david j harris jr all over afghanistan as to what is happening there um i'm really petitioning all of you to really pray pray for the believers there there's so much that is going on and so much that is happening I, we've lost all contact as of about one o'clock this morning due to the fact that if the Taliban finds any Western numbers or contacts in their phones, they will kill them on sight. It is what the Taliban has done before. It is what their modus operandi is whenever they find uh, any believers. Yeah. And, and remember, the Biden administration, but this was probably planned for a long time, has set this ideal situation up for them to kill Christians and Americans, and I'm sure any other Westerner in mass, and um, th this is they—they—they've created this perfect storm for the Taliban and ISIS to go in and actually do this very thing that they're doing. Believers in the country will be killed by the Taliban. They are not looking for converts at this point. They're looking for extermination of Christians. And despite what I just watched, the. Uh, Oh, one of the Taliban leaders in Doha uh, just give a, uh, a talk on the BBC, and I'm telling you, these people are full of lies. Yes. They have no plan for good. Takia, I think it's called Takia, where they, they can lie. I mean, the, the, their, their unholy book says Muhammad was like of the best, or Allah, I believe, is, is the best of deceivers. And they're to emulate Allah, and they're to, they're to emulate Muhammad. Okay, so... Um, Allah is the pagan moon god, and that's why it's always a crescent moon That's and a star. That's why it's representative of that way. It's not the god of the Bible. It's not equivalent to the god of the Bible. It has nothing to do with that. It's the, it is from antiquity that is always Allah has always been known as the pagan moon god. And Muhammad just brought it in and repackaged it and called it some type of monotheistic religion. It's just one pagan fallen angel they worship, as opposed to the pantheon of pagan uh uh, fallen angels they were worshiping before that before the creation of islam now i've got into this in many other teachings i've got so many files on it i don't I wouldn't even know where to begin but um that's what we're dealing with here so uh little context the country of afghanistan they only have harm and destruction in their path and uh, they will implement, they say that they are only uh, implementing uh, basic head coverings for women. It is a lie. Right. Uh, they will They will total institute uh, total covering of all... Like this beekeeper suits, in other words, you know. Because they believe that any hair showing on a woman, particularly her head, is like a dagger in Allah's eye. That's literally why they cover them. What I just said to you, it's not, I didn't just make that up randomly. That is why they do that. And when you see them wearing the beekeeper suits, you know that you're dealing with the most radical 
satanic. It's fine for them to go rape little boys in mass on their lunch breaks. It's fine for them to have their Chai D boys and the Dancing Boys of Afghanistan and this type of stuff. It's fine for them to go rape goats and donkeys and all the other farm animals they love to, you know, fornicate with. That's fine. Perfectly fine. It's fine to generally mutilate their little daughters and subjugate their women and treat them like total garbage and women are beyond second class citizens. That's all perfectly fine. But women, you better dare not show one hair on your head. Talk about, you know, I mean, the, the hypocrisy. How they can have temporary marriages and rape little girls. And, and that's fine because they just, they rape them. They rape little girls. And then they'll, they'll um, like the clerics will come and say, oh, I, I want to sleep with your three-year-old girl. Like I've told you that story before about the Shah of Iran. I believe it was the Shah. Um, and that goes in there, has, has, a rape, uh, has formulates a temporary marriage, rapes them. The parents are in the other room, the sitting room, hearing their little girl scream in agony and, and, and scream in terror as, as this old lecherous devil's raping their daughter. And they're okay with it, I guess. You know, they're, they're good because oh, he's, he's a real holy, holy man of Satan, of God. They, they, they think it's Allah or whatever. And then, you know, afterward, oh, well, I, I slept with her. And then, and then in the morning, they get the, get the divorce. They, it was a temporary marriage. And, you know, and he goes and has breakfast with the family and the little girls in, in the next room, probably barely living or whatever. And, you know, he goes his merry way. And that's how they roll over there. That's how Islam rolls. Because, see, I like, to, I like to really get, you know, I like to really uh, show the warts and all, you know, with these religions, with these, with these demonic death cults. That's what Islam is. I'm not exaggerating. It's what they do. Farm animals, oh, they're, they're not off limit. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No. Remember that story I told about too recently about those guys in Morocco? There was this one particular donkey that was so beautiful, none of them could keep their, um, none of them could keep from having sex with the donkey because it was so beautiful and so alluring. Can you imagine being so stinking, demon-possessed to the toenails, where you think a donkey is like the biggest whatever in the world to you? And the donkey ended up, I, I think, giving them, they probably gave the donkey and it gave back all these sexually transmitted diseases and they all had to like go to the hospital and get treated for this stuff because they were passing it back and forth through the donkey, then they had to kill the donkey. Yeah, true story out of Morocco. One of the many fruits of Islam that I like to point out to people, the religion of peace. The women's body and, and for it not to be seen and eliminate women education throughout the country. Uh, this is an evil demonic regime and they are planning on exterminating the second fastest growing church in the planet. That's um, why. This is a, That's, a time. That, who knows, that might be the biggest reason they pulled out of there. Now, I don't know where he's getting that statistic from, but he's saying it's the second largest growing... Well, they can't have that in the Middle East. They can't have Christianity is, is growing in the Middle East like wildfire. So see, there's all these things that Satan accomplished by, by everything that's going on in Afghanistan right now. Multiple, multiple things. Killing the Christians, trying to kill the church, trying to um, um, bring all these Muslim uh, terrorists over here onto U.S. soil, into the U.K., um, 
weaponizing the Taliban because they left all their weapons behind, uh, creating an area where there will be, um, if China comes in and fills the power vacuum, which is probably why this happened and probably why they use Biden because he's in China's back pocket, they will be able to not only take over the poppy fields in Afghanistan, which is what our troops were guarding for decades, okay, so they can make the opium. And again, that wasn't, that's not, a, that's not some kind of hearsay. That was like nightly news reported on that. I've uh, played the clips straight from Nightly News, how there, our troops were there guarding the poppy seeds, which is where you get heroin from, and the opioids. Um, but now they'll be able to bring a pipeline from Iran through Afghanistan up into China. I saw a map the other day that showed it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, if, if China comes in there and fills the vacuum because Biden promised China to, or Biden promised Afghanistan to China as, as um, in support of his election campaign and is in support of him working with China, just like Trudeau is, well, this was probably part of the deal or at least one facet of the deal. So there's a lot of different things from a satanic standpoint that are getting accomplished with this whole Afghan debacle. Where I've had messages all night long from all over, people asking and, and uh, pleading for uh, prayer, pleading for intervention from the church here in the West to be praying for them to be holding them up and to pray that the Taliban will fall and that they will not succeed in their plan to eliminate, again, the second fastest growing church in the world. I want to ask all of you to please ask your churches every prayer group you know, share my post that we put on. I'm pleading with you to uh, pray. And, and we, we saw it happen in Bamiyan as we petitioned for people to pray that the Taliban would not enter in Bamiyan. They did not enter Bamiyan by the grace of God. And so we need to see them not enter Kabul and to see it stopped and blocked. We also need to pray and uphold our brothers and sisters there who are going through such trauma and in fear of they've already been persecuted so much you have no idea how much they've already been through people that every time when i was just there in january working through so much pain of persecution from family and so um I want to ask you all to please be praying and get everyone that you can uh, to pray for Afghanistan and for the church in Afghanistan. Again, we currently have lost communication uh, with with them. That was where it ends. Uh, so, um, hey, <clears throat> I'll see if there's any updates on this. No, I don't see any updates. And, you know, the Bible, when he talks about that, it's like that Bible verse that talks about of whom the world was not worthy, meaning Christians that the world wasn't worthy of those Christians. Like these these poor Christians in Afghanistan that have to literally fear getting beheaded every day and, and persecution night and day. And now it's just going to exponentially ratchet up from, you know, the most wicked, evil, black death cult in the world overall. I mean, I'm, as far as what the evil that they do, Islam, I don't think anything holds a candle to Islam, you know. And, um, yeah, I would I would ask, pray for the Christians in Afghanistan and in, in, in the surrounding area. I mean, all in the Middle East, my word, I can't even imagine. I can't even possibly imagine. Um, I, I've kind of got to get going here because I'm running out of time and I want to get all this in in the first part. Uh, in what has now become a familiar historical trend, one of the Taliban's first acts after the militant group took Afghanistan was to confiscate firearms owned by civilians. 
So you always do that. See, firearm confiscation always precedes mass extermination. Look at Hitler, look at Stalin, look at Pol Pot. You look at any wicked um, military genocidal leader since the modern day advent of firearms in countries and they always confiscate the firearms prior to mass genocide, always. So it's a very predictable pattern. So they're doing this right now um, the Taliban's doing it right now. They're they're literally saying that the Taliban's probably going to have their own seat at the UN now, because they're going to be taking over Afghanistan, probably in league with China, and um, a, an absolute total terrorist, demon possessed, child molesting sect of really true Islam is going to have most likely their own seat at the UN. How appropriate! Reuters reports the Taliban fighters in Kabul quickly set about collecting weapons from civilians because people no longer need them for personal protection, according to Satan. I mean the Taliban. People, the, why would anybody need weapons for personal protection with the Taliban and ISIS coming in? Why? You don't need anything. Because we're just going to kill you. Why would you need them for personal protection? No, we just want we just want as little resistance as possible when we come to kill, steal, subjugate, rape, and do whatever we want to do to you. That's what they really mean. It says we understand people kept weapons for personal state safety. They can now feel safe. <laughs> I mean, this is what the Taliban just said. We are not here to harm innocent civilians. They're just killing them in mass already. Yeah, marking them killing them if they find a western phone number in your phone you're killed immediately according to the last gentleman that that was a taliban official said that and they would never lie to us satan would never lie to us give us your guns we will protect you what a lie from the pit of hell but give us your guns we will protect you every government that is about to commit mass murder uh says remarked uh, remarked a guy named spike cohen Every government that is about to commit mass murder ever will tell you that exact thing. Give us your guns. We will protect you. By design, billions spent ultimately benef will benefit the Taliban. Built and trained at a two-decade cost of $83 billion, Afghan security forces collapsed so quickly and completely, in some cases without a shot fired, that the ultimate beneficiary of the American investment turned out to be the Taliban. They grabbed not only political power, but also U.S.-supplied firepower, guns, ammunition, helicopters, and even more. The Taliban captured an array of modern military equipment when they overran Afghan forces who failed to defend district centers. Bigger gains followed, including combat aircraft, when the Taliban rolled up provincial capitals, military bases with stunning speed, topped by the capturing of the biggest prize, Kabul, over the weekend. And again, all of this was by design on purpose. The U.S. defense official on Monday confirmed the Taliban's sudden act um, accumulation of U.S. supplied Afghan equipment is enormous. And I'm going to go ahead and squeeze this short video in here, and then that way in the next part we can start on the things COVID-related. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot believe this story. And I apologize. I, I thought it was the Port of L.A. making the biggest noise, and I thought there'd be ramifications other places, but I didn't know how bad it was until I actually set out to look. And there are a lot of people here who are really kind of keeping this under wraps. So I can see how I overlooked the global effect. But here's the deal. China's locking down. They're determined. 
they are locking down. Uh, they have massive floods going on inside their country, massive floods. This is also affecting product output. Shipping is going to be dramatically lower with China. And critical elements that we need, such as antibiotics. I mean, people say, iPhones, Apple, uh, no, no, I could care less about that. We can live without cell phones, probably live a whole lot healthier and better. But the reality is this, is that critical medicines are manufactured in China, and unless they make it a priority and put it to the head of the food chain and always make sure it's going out on time, we are going to have medicine shortages in this country like you've never seen. 97% of our antibiotics come from China. These types of, of supply chain issues are going to be ubiquitous across the across I mean the, the chips that they don't have to man, manufacture new vehicles now the, the ports a lot of the ports are totally backed up I'm getting more feedback from my listeners I just can't I can't get to it all. I can't report on all of it but um, supply chain issues are just un, unfortunately gonna um, worsen I need to say any more so this is kind of a mea culpa from yesterday. I'm sorry for understating the problem. It's much worse than I thought. I think this is the grounds for you having a discussion with your doctor about getting as much supply as you can. But it also should be a message to you about looking at alternative health care, <laughs> yeah. which would not be effective. Which is what I've been saying for years. You know, try, 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 try to get off whatever meds you might be on because, you know, if if you're just depending on a medication to live you know then when the medication cannot be gotten you might be in some real rough shape and um just saying and this is what i've given out you know i've been saying for years and years and years that that can be done and it has been done by multitudes of different people but it just it takes effort and if you, you know you can get there do that in in uh, you know try like like you said if if you're dependent on a particular medication try to get a supply but you know what if that what if that medication is, has to be refrigerated and we lose power and that type of thing the antibiotics i said this a long time ago i'm not a fan of antibiotics okay by any stretch of the imagination but if you wanted to have them the fish antibiotics I, I, I'm assuming you can still get them, but I, I, if you can fish antibiotics in the keyword search box, it, I've done two or three little studies on them. They're the same exact thing as the as the antibiotics you get. It's just that they're not near as expensive now. Granted, I don't know if they are now. I don't even know if you can get them now, but um, that's something to look at. But you know, the mild silver protein, the silver mild, the invive mild silver protein that that um, we've been advocating. That's really the ultimate antibiotic that that i'm aware of that um uh, you know doesn't have all the side effects that antibiotics do the word antibiotic means antibiotic means life and it just wipes out all your flora your your you set you up to get reoccurring candida yeast infections and i mean systemically and i don't just mean women i mean men and women okay when i used to do live blood cell analysis the main thing that i saw was candida large uh, flocculating candida in the live blood cell meaning people had tons of yeast in their blood uh, so a lot of that was because of antibiotic overuse and they put it in the foods and the meats and unless you're eating all organic meats all the time you're getting it in the meats which can do it there as well so um, the website for the environmental protein is dr 
dash or hyphen symbol johnson.com dr is in doctor hyphen johnson.com um okay so that's uh i think are we done there let me just see oh he's got a little more to say by this that's it for the comments okay, so that was it okay i'm way over on time so god bless you and we will see you in part two